the World Wrestling Federation. For over 50 years, the revolutionary force in sports entertainment. Oh, it's live, pal. We're really glad that you're our friend. And this is a friendship that'll never, ever end. Everybody three count. Or maybe The Rock has got to beat Triple H himself. Which means, uh, he's got to beat the game, uh, in the middle of the ring, uh, and he has a $2 s- for a wife, uh. You're too damn selfish, and that's why you're sitting out of the bad leg, and that's why I kicked your leg out of your leg. You guys talk about being students of the game. I am the f-ing game, JR. Three ain't enough now, I need five. Welcome in Jim, Ryan, Matt, Tim, and intern Mark. Oh my goodness, what do we do? There's a one, there's a two. Oh! oh, wow. So make no mistake about it, this is an official declaration of war. This is what you call... A paradigm shift. What's up, everybody? Welcome to Three Count Thursday, live here on our Facebook page. And things might look a little different, but hey, hey, we're still doing the thing. Six plus years running. We ain't going nowhere. Welcome in. We're the podcast of the Millennium. Nikki says she won't be able to join us tonight. That's a bummer, but she wanted to jump in and say hi. Devin's in here with us. Everybody else who's watching live. Uh, please give it a like. Please give it a share. We'd appreciate that. Get as many people uh, in here as possible. We've got tons to talk about this week, including the greatest ever and starting a busy weekend. But first, make sure you go to 3CountThursday.com where you'll find all of our social media links, our YouTube channel. we got our merchandise over at whatamaneuver.net. Uh-oh. Tim, I think you're you're muted, Tim. What a maneuver! Thank you, Tim. <laughs> we we have our Patreon page at patreon.com slash three count Thursday. Our home network, of course, is NGSC Sports at NGSCSports.com. We stream daily at Leebsports.com. Uh Ryan, I don't think is quite with us yet. So it's L-E-E-I-B Sports.com. We also uh have our uh collar and elbow brand deal. If you go to store.collarandelbowbrand.com. And use promo code 3COUNT, the number 3 in the word COUNT. You get 10% off each and every order. I know they just recently dropped some uh, some new summer wares over there. And um, there's some pretty fun stuff. So uh, make sure you head over to store.collarandelbowbrand.com. And uh, let's, uh, let's go around the room. Tim. How you doing? I'm good, man. Just, uh, you know, as it would, living life. Very good. Uh, doing things as only as good as I can. Uh, I'm very surprised that my hair has kept this color for so long. Like it's it's ludicrous how it just hasn't faded yet. No, it's it's uh, it's looking good. Vibrant. Uh, I'm still yeah. as bald as ever. Um, Matt, how you doing? Doing well. Um, you know, preparing for the big move. About a week. And a day away, so um, just getting ready, 
things are starting to thin out behind me. Um, so by next week, there won't be anything there. All righty. All righty. Well, that's, uh, that's exciting. I hope everything continues to go well uh, on that aspect. Uh, Lee and cousin Brian, how you doing? Hope you guys are doing well. Ryan. How you doing? Oh, he disappeared. Intern Mark. How you doing? Hey, I'm good. I was getting worried about Ryan because before the show came on, we saw their shirtless for a second. Yeah, you got to hear about that over on the Patreon. Yeah, it looks like he's back and he's shirted, but now he's gone. But hey, anyway, I'm doing really well. Thanks for having me. Well, we're glad uh, we're glad you're here with us, Mark. We we like having you here, Ryan. I think you're finally maybe maybe. How you doing? L e e i b sports dot com. That's the one. That is the one. No, no, not late. Not late at all. You right on time. So much, man. I was working really hard on this new background that you're seeing, and I just ran late. I'm so sorry. It's okay. Never again. It's it, it's totally okay. We'll forgive you this time. Again, if you're following along in the live video, uh, yeah, like I said, give it a like, give it a share. We'd appreciate that. Um, also, make sure you're subscribed to our podcast feed, and if you're on there on uh, Apple Podcasts, give us a rate and review. Uh, we would uh, appreciate that. Uh, do we have? Uh, do we? Anybody got anything else before we jump in? We got you our hit it. How you were doing? Oh yeah, how the heck are you, Big Jim? I'm doing fine. I'm doing fine. Um, it was you know a little little rough. Like we closed the show last week. Uh, like I said, my grandma had passed away. Uh, you know, we laid her to rest earlier this week, um, and uh, it it was good. It, you know, it. I feel much better this week than I did last week. So we're 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 moving along. We're getting better each day, and uh, let's let's jump right into it. We got our weekly segment. We have four birthdays this week. We go all the way back to 1964. Tori, we all remember Tori from the uh, the Attitude Era. Uh, she was born today in 1964. Also, uh, our favorite Raw commentator, Byron Saxton. Day. 1981. Uh, Nick Miller, I believe now in New Japan. I know he had spent some time in NXT and, and elsewhere. Uh, was born... 1985 and NXT UK champion Walter born in uh in 1987. Uh so happy birthday to those four. I'm older than Walter? Uh yeah, we that which oh, means we are all older than Walter. I get me oh. the hell out of here. I I can't. This Walter is the worst. make our our top themes list. Yeah, that that one's a bummer. I mean, he was def his themes definitely better. Easy for me to say than Chronic, but I mean, there's not much worse. Uh, also, in 1996, Lord Steven Regal defeated Lex Luger for the WCW Television Title in Dalton, Georgia, ending Luger's second run with the title and beginning Regal's third. 2003, Michael Shane. We all remember Michael Shane, right? Yeah. Yeah. I sure do. Sure Hell do. Yeah. Defeated defending champion Chris Saban and Frankie Kazarian in the first ever Ultimate X match uh, to win the TNA X Division title in Nashville, Tennessee. The match involved, of course, hanging the title belt at the center of an X that was formed by two steel cables strung above the ring. Wrestlers had to climb, climb across the cables uh, to get the belt and win the match. I always love the Ultimate X. Like, do they still do that ever? I don't know the last time Maybe. they did. Yeah, that's a bummer. That's something that if like if they don't do it, they should re they should reinstate that. And then finally, on the 
2006 WWE SummerSlam took place from the TD Bank North Garden in Boston. Fun fact about the TD Bank North Garden, it's gone through like 37 name changes uh, in like the 20, little over 20 years that that, that arena has been a, a place. Uh, the show featured eight matches, one dark, seven main show. Uh, the opening match was Chavo Guerrero defeating Rey Mysterio in 11 minutes and one second. The main event uh, was Edge, accompanied by Lita, successfully defending his WWE Championship over John Cena in 15 minutes and 41 seconds. Had Edge gotten DQ'd, he would have lost the title. Yes, Tim. Uh, the, the last Ultimate X match was April 4th, 2019. Okay. Uh, uh, it was uh, WWE agent Pat Buck taking on uh, problematic Chris brother, Jake Christ. Oh, uh, okay. Dante Fox, who I think might, that's AR Fox. Okay. Uh, Ace Austin and the winner of that match, Johnny Impact. Huh. How about that? So I don't know. Maybe they were planning on doing one this year before, you know, before the world shut down. You know. But uh, that was for August the 20th in professional wrestling. Um, All right, Tim. Here we go. We have our big moment. This is your baby. Let's let's jump in here. Uh, So... Uh, a big thank you to everyone, a part of the Three Count Thursday family. Without you guys, this tournament would have just been the five of us talking about wrestling themes for about a week and letting it go and not having good content. And I use good loosely. Um, but thank you uh, all the same for all your votes and participation. Um, but... It came down to two, a rematch from <laughs> WrestleMania 14 as Stone Cold Steve Austin uh, took on the heartbreak kid, Shawn Michaels, in the uh, grand finals of the tournament. And with uh, a resounding majority of the votes, your winner and proclaimed greatest wrestling theme ever. Chronic. No, it's not chronic. It's, um, (laughs) it is, I won't do what you told me, Stone Cold Steve Austin. How you doing? Yeah, uh, this one feels right. Like, I mean, it couldn't have been Michael's. Did you hit the "How you doing?" accidentally there? No, no, because that was Austin. That's the only that's the only Steve Austin soundbite I have on the, which I you should have a lot you more. Have a tough enough flip on there. Mumbo shocked me. Don't have the glass breaking. We don't have glass breaking. What's your favorite match? My favorite match was with Melina and Alicia Fox. Who? I forgot when I when I moved. Other, what's that? That other Austin clip where he's singing somebody else's theme, right? <laughs> right, right. Why well, I don't have that on the I don't have that on the soundboard. Ah. No, I don't have that on the on the board. What but, the hell? <laughs> but uh, I mean, ideally, it should have been Stone Cold's theme up against Stone Cold singing Mike and Maria. Yeah, I mean, it probably should have been. Um, 
that's better than Chronic. Oh, yeah. Yeah, there's Ryan, there's so many things better than Chronic. So many. Um So I feel like this 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 is a this is a theme that I don't feel cheated that that it ended up winning. <laughs> like if Michaels would have won, I would have just claimed that the past what like six weeks of our show just didn't exist. I may have deleted them from the archives. I don't even know. Um, but it was there. Now that we're we're at the end, looking back on it, is there a theme that was on there that you think should have made it further? Maybe should have won. Like because I I don't think we we stop it. Put that picture down, Ryan. Stop that. Like I don't I don't necessarily because I don't think we did this when we when we started because we didn't want to like sway votes or anything, but like. Right. What to you, and we'll we'll start with Tim. What what to you is the greatest wrestling theme ever? I've got to stand by the overall number one pick of the draft of the of the tournament, Metalingus. Um, as a song, it's great. As a wrestling theme, it is also great. Um, there's a lot of now. I will say there's a lot of other themes that I like better but they're like independent themes and they're very niche. Um, like com- a couple that come to mind. Hollow wicked uses uh, the, the one song from Beavis and butthead to America where they're doing the acid trip. Uh, that okay. song literally makes me bop in my seat every time. Um, this guy right here uh, had a pretty sweet theme. El Generico used Olay by the Bouncing Souls. That was pretty dope. Okay. Um I was like I was like an independent wrestling theme snob in like the early 2000s. I was scouring all over the ROH boards, pulling all of the themes and then um you know, legally acquiring them. Oh sure, um, that's the only way as, that the people of our generation acquired music. You know. And so I would legally acquire these songs and put them on mixtapes, you know, that or or, or CDs, mix CDs, um, and go from there. So, um, yeah. But as far as big big themes are concerned, um, that's what that's what it is. All right, uh, Matt. How about you? Is there is there one that kind of sticks out that you're like should have gotten further, or to me this is this is the best? Um, I mean, my my favorite is always going to be DX's Are You Ready? Um, but I do think that Cult of Personality should have made it further than it did. Um, that was the one Galarian, and I think that was just kind of the Michaels, that was part of the Michaels run, wasn't it? That got taken out. Yeah. But yeah, so um, that is what it is. But um, I think that one, I was kind of surprised that didn't make it at least to the Elite Eight. Uh, if not final four, um, but those would be the two that I would have liked to see go further than they did. Uh, how about you, Ryan? I think I think the right song won won our bracket. Uh, I really do. Um, I looked at this as like the moment the song came on, you knew things were changing. You heard the broken glass. You knew business was about to pick up. Um, I can hear, you know, King and Jr. calling the moment when you hear the broken glass. Uh, if not that, you know, growing up watching wrestling, the first few chords of 
real American, that bump, 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 you know, you just, it was Hulk Hogan. I can hear again, like, I can hear it being called just listening to the music and the excitement of Hulkamania. So uh, those, those two for, for real, um, the, I still think we put the wrong CM Punk theme on. Um, Cult of Personality was great. I was uh, much more into the AFI song, but um, I'd be remiss if I didn't utter the words chronic during my time here. That's fair. That's on brand. Uh, Intern Mark, how about you? Um, I was hoping that I'm not surprised it didn't win, but I was hoping Ric Flair's theme would go a little further. Um, yeah, Flair's theme is one of my favorites. From Macho Man's Pomp and Circumstance is another one of my favorites. Um, and then, of course, it did make the cut, but uh, Shane Strickland, when he wrestled uh, Independence, coming out the Jackson 5 once you're back, I mean, you, that's tough to beat. When you hear the, the ivories being tickled there for the Jackson 5, that was some good stuff. Yeah, that's a solid one. Uh, for me, um, like I, I feel like this is this is definitely one of the ones that that stands out as, um, as like when I think of wrestling themes, like th- this one, you know, is one that will always come to mind. Um, you know, if if I can like contest it with one from back in the day, I I would probably go like Ultimate Warrior. Like that one just, I mean, you, you heard that and you just, you knew what was up. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, again, that St. Louis regional just got, just got silly. Um, like CM Punk, not, not getting that far, um, or getting as far as it should, like Nakamura upending, uh, Randy Orton, like again, Nakamura's theme is a banger, but, but man, Orton's is really good. Brian throws a, um. A good question here in the comments. Cousin Brian, he says, what's the best theme that didn't make the bracket at all? So I'd have to, like, and I'm, I'm trying to uh, to remember the entire bracket here, and I, and I should be able to, because I think I actually have a, yeah, I actually have the picture of it on my uh, on my computer. Um, but if, it, if I can bring it up. Um, Dude, uh, Jai, Jai Soul Bro, did that make it? No, I don't believe Tim. Tim will be able to answer the question of did this make it? Um, There's two right off the top of my head without even looking at the bracket. It's a shame we didn't put the three count theme on there. Uh, I don't know how that ever got missed, but shame on all of us for that. Um, And I'm back by Eric Bischoff. I thought that was a perfect theme for his return to the WWE that also did not make the bracket. I feel like we could have doubled our bracket size and still would have had this question and would have been talking about <laughs> ones that we just omitted. Yeah, we probably we probably could have. Um, you know, and and obviously, like you know, when we when we go, you know, we didn't want to double up like because like AJ Styles, uh, I am was on the bracket, but like I love his uh, his WWE theme. Um, like there's one, the shield didn't make the list, and I and I and I and I wonder if like if the fact that like that ended up getting used by Roman Reigns and like people just kind of soured a bit on on Reigns, right, wrong, or indifferent, if that didn't maybe affect it, because I always enjoyed the shield theme. 
Perhaps. Perhaps. Yeah, I mean, when, when you take out the Sierra Hotel India Ethel Lima Delta, it kind of loses the, the fun of that theme song for me. Right. And it's technically it's two different themes. Um, they're named differently. Um, there's a bit of a difference in the cadence of the song, too. Um, I'm looking through the list. Um, there's a lot of different Undertaker themes that just didn't make the list because we had to have one representative right. from, from every theme. But if we had opened that up, um, you know, King of Kings, Triple H. Yeah, King of Kings uh, that's, is That's is a hot. banger. Now, um, yeah, Ryan was pounding the table for Kid Rock American Badass. <laughs> <laughs> <It's so long. laughs> um, Jeff, Jeff ball with a ball. Jeff Jarrett, uh, My World didn't make the cut. Um, I'm trying to see what else. Is that the one that has the really like squealy guitar at the start? Yes. Okay. That's it's, a good one. It, that's actually a really, really classic. Yeah, um, that is a good one. I'm trying to think of, because we had The Fiend, we didn't get the Bray Wyatt theme. Oh, yeah, that's uh, true. Broken Out in Love, we didn't get that. I'm trying to see what else did not make the cut. Um, John Cena's current theme didn't make the cut. Um, the Beverly Brothers theme didn't make the cut. <laughs> yeah, Beverly Hello. Brothers did not make the cut. Brimo. Um, John Cena! Yep. Brimo definitely did. That's a glaring. I don't. Did any women even make. Other than Lita? Yeah, um, Sasha Banks is on there. Yeah, Sasha made the list. Yeah, Sasha was on. I mean, the Canellas is, so it was Mike and Maria together. Yeah, and Victoria was oh, in the play. Oh, had two jam. Yeah, oh, right, right. Yep. So we had some. Yeah. Um, Andre I'm the looking... Giant theme didn't make it. It did not. Yeah. Lou, Lou says and, that Andre's didn't make it. Yeah, Lou said Andre's uh, hands down should have should have made it on there. Uh, Brian says, "How about Billy Guns? I'm an ass man." I mean that ass was man. that was always a fun theme. That was always a fun. Yeah, theme. that was a good one. Like the the lyrics. Did, did, did Hello Ladies? Did that make it? I mean, that's no. iconic from that era. No, no, that wasn't high on my list. What about the Godfather? No, Godfather didn't didn't Godfather make the list either. Good. No, Godfather didn't even get nominated to, to be sad. on. Very sad. You hate to see it. I, I, There's a I, lot of. Yeah, I was pulling for Kamala. Kamala's <laughs> oh, theme, nice. I always thought was very good. Yep. But yeah, Too this cool Rikishi that I mean, was a big one in that in that era. Dude, the yeah. the the attitude Bad era Rikishi. The attitude era in itself had just so many freaking good things. Uh, it really did. Jason says, "How the fuck did WCW icon Alex Wright's theme not make it?" That's a great question. That is a fantastic question. So Alex Wright's theme was on my short list. Yeah. Or not my short list, but like I had to pare down a bit, but Alex Wright's theme was absolutely on my list. See, I, like, I don't I don't I can't recall a lot of WCW themes because there's a lot of like sneaky good songs. Did you guys pick up on it was last week's during during uh HH's birthday when WWE like posted a video, they used American made on the video instead of real American. I huh. saw that. It was strange. Like, Wild. yeah, like, mm-hmm. I, like I don't. I mean, I liked American Made, but it just, I was shocked that WWE, like, who has done, I mean, just about everything they can to twist the fork that we won, 
use that theme for his birthday. They might have a better hold on American made than they do real American. Was American made Jimmy Hart? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, in, in, real American, in real Americans, Rick Derringer. So they, yeah. I personally, if I had to choose between those two, I would probably pick American made. Wow. As really? a better song. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Wow. As yeah, as God, a better, I think as WCW a better song. No, it's not WCW bias. It's like it's a better song. I I I like. I mean, like the the, the if you're just going song quality itself, I I do I do think American Made is better. I think the um, I think it's the connection to uh to real American. Because, yeah. it's, you know, that that changes the opinion for people. Right. Let no, me throw no. in let me throw an Eye of the Tiger, which would be the best out of those. I, I don't necessarily tiger. like Eye of the Tiger as a theme. When did he use Eye of the Tiger? I don't care for it either. So he used it for, he used it until he got Real American. And then when he got oh, Real American. Oh, so it's pre-Hawkamania. Yeah, because okay. I think actually, if I'm right. Real American was originally the U.S. Express theme. Okay, correct. Originally, yeah, it was. I don't, I don't know they even came out to that, but on the wrestling album, it was introduced as being uh, for Barry Windham and Mike Rotundo. Yeah. So oh man, I gotta dig that out. I actually have that on vinyl, the wrestling album. Hold that. Yeah, I do too. Yeah, for sure. I think I actually have the. I think I have the because the, there was two, right? There was the wrestling album, then there was a second one, and I feel like I actually might have both. It was Pile Driver. Yeah, I think I have both of them. Yeah, Pile Driver was the second one. That was that was a big deal. Yeah, I should definitely I hold Pile on. Pile Driver that. on cassette in the attic somewhere. Mark, what don't you have in that attic? <laughs> yeah, I, that's space. A good question. But I. That's true. I don't have space in the attic. I feel so <laughs> bad for my kids because it's likely going to stay packed till I'm gone. So they're going to be the ones cleaning it out. That's how it is. That's the last. That's the great last gift any parent has for their child. The last hey, gift. Hey, here's my damn attic. Good luck. Yeah, good luck. It's going to take them six months to get through that. And here's here's hoping they don't feel bad when they're like, ah, we got it. Can we do we throw this away? Or uh, do we save it? Uh, I don't know. Yeah, I, I had one of those severe old wrestling figures and ET memorabilia. <laughs> oh, how does one man plush? It's terrible. How does I one man have so many ET masks? I just don't get it. <laughs> he was prepared for the pandemic. And Alex fighting over things. Alex saying, "Well, Dad really liked this." to everything and lauren like you yeah. gotta throw something away yeah, it's, it's gonna be bad your poor kid yeah it's gonna be so bad <laughs> god bless them oh just bring in an auction here let them have at it yeah and that's it's gonna be scary. the. that's actually they're gonna yeah they're gonna make a killing they're gonna make a killing if on you it. die if yep. you die before Larry Peace does, your kids will live handsomely. <laughs> you ought to, you ought to right now. You ought to write in your like living will that all of the contents of your attic will go to Roots Market to be sold. Oh, can you imagine that would they, be. They could actually 
auction that off that, that would be something that that that, that would be selling. that would be the perfect uh the perfect tribute uh to that, you that would be but man this I'd was... like to have him sell it outside not at the auction yeah well yeah yeah um but man this was a fun tournament i uh i enjoyed um seeing what the what the listeners came up with and uh and and how it how it shook out each week um I, I have a couple of ideas of, of what we can do for it for the next one. Maybe we'll let it we'll let it breathe through the year of August and and uh, and and maybe the raw after Labor Day we will uh, we'll throw a new uh, a new one out. You know, give 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 the people something to look forward to in these uh, in these difficult times. You know, it's, it, we're, we're giving back. Is it boots? Is it boots? No, best boots. Yeah, the best yeah. boots. Yeah. Uh, best Bret Hart. Boots, game baby. over. No. Actually, that would that could be a fun one. That actually could be a fun one. You say that in jest, Ryan, but that's a. What's that? No, I said I regret it already. (laughs) Here we go, thirty-two boot tournament. (laughs) There it is, thirty-two boots. Um, all right, let's uh, let's go ahead and and move on to uh, to this Saturday night. Of course, WWE Network. Uh, Do you know? Do you know who had great boots before we move on, Jim? Who's that? Chronic. Who had great boots? <laughs> were they work boots? No, they were they were working boots. No, oh. they weren't working boots. <laughs> you ever seen a chronic match? There boots. is no work. There were no work in there. No working. Brian Clark wore the working boots. They uh it was uh it, you know, what was the over under on bumps in a chronic match? Three? That's high. That's, That's real high. Jim. It, that, oh, yeah, it was all the other teams. Definitely take the under. Definitely take the under. Um, but yeah, let's uh, let's move on to this Saturday. Of course, WWE Network uh, live from Full Sail. It is NXT Takeover Thirty. Um, there is uh, six matches on the card. We got one match on the pre-show, and we'll start with that one. Um, that is Brizongo taking on uh, Oni Lorcan and Danny Birch. And then also taking on Legato Del Fantasma, a triple threat tag team match to determine the number one contenders for the NXT tag titles, which I just assume it would be on an en- on an episode of NXT. Like I don't think it's like number one contender for later that night. Um, so I guess it's just for a, a match at a later date. Um, I'm I'm predicting Brizongo. I don't know why, because we all know what happens to Tyler Breeze at NXT TakeOvers. Um, but I'm just going to hope that 2020 is going to strike and somehow Tyler Breeze will have a victory uh, at a TakeOver. Uh, Mark. Did Fondango's theme make it to uh, the themes? I can't remember. No, neither did Tyler so Breeze's. Boy, okay. Well, let's see. Should be, uh, you know what? I'll I'll go with Brizongo too. I was I was on the fence, but it'd be nice to see those guys get some championship gold. They deserve it. Uh, Ryan, how about you? I agree. I think it would be great to see Brizongo. Um, that is not my pick. I'd love to see it. I'm going to go with Team One Two. Is that still what they they do the One Two thing? I'm not watching NXT in like two weeks. Maybe they change Denny Birch 
one two no nobody watches uh, NXT it's still, anymore. It's still there's still one two. Sure, there's that's still a thing. You could have said yes. I and, I, and, 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 yes, and I nodded. I honestly didn't know. Can't hear a nod, Dick. Go ahead, Tim. <laughs> look, watch. Look at the screen. We're on. We're on video. It's a video podcast now, Ryan. Video. My Twitch. My Twitch. Are we on Twitch? No. 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 We're not. I'm watching on Twitch. What the hell am I watching? <laughs> porn? I don't know. Is there right, porn on there. Twitch? There's no porn on Twitch. Amazon owns that. Oh, um, no, it me. is. I wasn't on Pornhub. That's my fault. I wasn't on Pornhub. You. That's on me. That's you. Um, <laughs> my, my bad. Is that um, why your shirt was off earlier? I know. I'm buttoned up. I, I was looking nice. Come in my face. Can I answer? Yes, Tim. Go ahead. Um, <laughs> it's over here, Ryan. Over here, throwing out blanks, wasting <laughs> tissues. Um, I am going to go Brizongo for the fact that it's not takeover. It's the takeover pre-show, and Tyler Breeze should be safe. <laughs> well, the well played. Uh, Matt, how about you? Um, I am also going to go with Breezango just um, so, you know, they can be themselves, um, you know, get a little run with the number one contender type thing, um, and then eventually lose. <laughs> um, okay, Len, let's go to the uh, – we'll start at the top here. The ladder match for the vacant NXT North America Championship – and I'm sure we're going to talk about this. Bronson Reed, Damian Priest, Cameron Grimes, Johnny Gargano, and the other guy. Redacted. Yeah, the other guy. Um, Man, dude, I, I want to see the other guy taken out of this match real hard. Um, real, real hard. I hate that he's in this match. Um, I have Damian Priest uh, picking up the win. Um Basically, anybody but the other guy I'm fine with. But my prediction is uh, is Damian Priest. Ryan, we'll go to you. I'm going to go with uh, with Cameron Grimes. I didn't think I'd love the change from Trevor Lee, but it's it's not much. It's really grown on me. So I am going uh, CG Cameron Grimes. Okay. Uh, Mark. Well, I'm going with uh, Damian Priest as well. I, uh, I'm a big fan, and I think the title would really, I think it would help him. I think he needs that title. He wants that title. Absolutely. Uh, Matt, how about you? Um, I'm going to go with Gargano just because we've been saying he's primed for a main roster call-up for like the past <laughs> 17 <laughs> NXT shows now. Um, so if they're not sending him up, then you might as well put a title on him, um, you know, and then when he is finally ready to go up in 2024, um, you know, he is <laughs> ready to put someone over. Um Side note, isn't Bronson the name that that guy that won Tough Enough used as his ring name? Is it? The the, the wolf or whatever? The, the yeah. Yeti? The Yeti? <laughs> um, yeah. Is it Josh Br- Briggs? No. Uh, isn't that the his- no, no, no. The, 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 most, the most recent, most recent tough, tough Enough. enough. Uh, yeah, Josh Briggs or something. Was that I don't think it's Bronson. Name, but what was his ring name? Wasn't it Bronson or something? Let he me... Did, like, uh, let me- let me look it up here. I know what you're saying now. Yeah. Um. Uh, what the? Fuck? 
Who the hell won these damn things? Awkward. Uh, Tim, who do you have? Who who do you got for? Uh... Well, I'm absolutely rooting for the Thickums. Give me Bronson Reed doing it for the Thick Boys because we need it. It was Bronson Matthews. There it was. Yeah, I don't know why I couldn't find it. Fucking Wikipedia was not was not cooperating uh, tonight. But uh, yeah, Bronson Reed would be would be a, a a great one as well. Honestly, like seriously, I have I have zero issue with anybody winning except for redacted. Like just fuck. Like, and this may be a dumb question: Was last night's NXT shot last week? Was it pre-taped last week or was it shot this week? Do we I know? Don't, I don't even care. Right, but I mean, not that it should make it any better, but like, good God, like it just—it's it, bad. It's bad. You do you do realize by WWE logic, Redacted's winning the belt, right? A one hundred percent, one hundred percent. There's no chance that really happens, though, right? No, there. It's there's definitely a chance it happens. Like, there's absolutely a chance that it happens. Anything can happen in the World Wrestling <laughs> yeah. Federation Entertainment. Would, would anyone be surprised if it did happen? I would not. No. The, I mean, the That's fact that point, the fact that he's in the match doesn't... It makes me not surprised that it would happen. Right. If he's in the match, he can win it. Now, there's an opportunity that he might get jumped out and... We might get a a Dexter Loomis comeback. Do we do we think that there's any chance that the Deadspin article has any impact on his standing in this match? Maybe. Like the, I mean, that Deadspin article is. I mean the the head damning. The, the headline the headline itself is is real bad. It's tough to say though, because he's still in at this point. Like he's made it this far. Like Deadspin didn't really say anything new, right? Like, like typically, you would say, "Well, Vince doesn't really pay attention to that shit." Triple H usually does, but he seemingly either ignored this or has, you know, some other reason to put him in at this point. So I, mean, I don't Triple know. H- has made a statement about it, though, to CBS. And then again, on like a conference call where he said, look, I said what I said. I'm going to move on. So is, is what sure. Triple H did enough for you guys? I mean, I said, I, I said this like three months ago or two months ago on the podcast. But like the WWE is exceedingly week after week making me re-question the rose-colored glasses I have worn for the company um, with just horrible decision after decision after decision. This is another one. And eventually, I, as a fan, have to break that cycle. Right. But I'm an addict. Yeah. And I mean... And I refuse to watch Impact. Unfortunately, you know, like... I mean, ring announcer on Wednesday night on the other Wednesday night show is in a very similar situation. And, the you know, the other Wednesday night show 
didn't even make a comment or anything. So, like, you know, it, it's. I mean, tri- Triple H saying what he did, like saying that they like looked into it, like how what how did you how did you look into it and not see what was there? Like, do you do you not look on like do you not? I mean, do you look look for a police report that wasn't there? Is that is that how you're researching it? Like. Because you got you, you just have to spend five minutes in your mentions, and I'm sure everybody's filling them up at this point. Um, and this is this is a lot different than the Matt Riddle situation. Oh, very different. Because at least with Matt Riddle, there everyone is a consenting adult, and it's more of just uh, you was doing something on the side and you didn't want your wife to find out and you were trying to hide it from everybody. And then when you said, Hey, we're done, like then things begat things and you're trying right. to set distance yourself from an indiscretion. I get that. Sure. But this is bad. Come on, man. This is not a good look. Even Just- if it's, fa- even if it's false, you gotta like not use him, man. Well, that like, and even- that was that was the point I made. That was the point I made last night. It is like I am I am not happy that he is in this match. Like I'm not I'm not necessarily saying that you jump to fire him right away, but like you can't you can't put him back on TV. You really can't put him in this prominent of a spot. Um. When you're not a hundred percent sure, because let's be honest, you can't be a hundred percent sure at this point. You, you you don't. You're not. Like, and it's it's that's that's the issue I have. Um, I'm still watching the show. I, I still watch Dynamite, even though the ring announcer's still there and hasn't been addressed by them either. So, like, it, you know, it's. I don't. I don't think the w, the WWE didn't do enough to answer Ryan's question. Um, I don't think the response they gave is enough. Um, that, the, the the only that, way it's not good. It's not good, and the only and, and like here's it now. It's not good. It had like that's where shareholders could move the needle. And unfortunately, though, Deadspin has a bit of a bad track record. Pulp like a a very pulpy type of precedent as to not necessarily being credible news and being more on the lines of like editorial is is bix and span is he dead spin i don't know i know bix bix has his own website i think now okay. i think it's babyfacevheel.com um but e- either way like i i like bix like bix is friend of mine good place hall of famer um he loves the uncle taker um so we go with that um but if this were like tmz something a little more reliable yeah like if tmz breaks something then the redacted yeah like to think that to think that he's in the same vein for me as hh it's bad. Like it, it's yeah. yeah, it's it's bad. In terms of Triple H, I mean, I think for me anyway, I'm not going to speak for all of us, but I expect more of Triple H as an executive than what we've seen out of him with this incident. You know, with Vince, I think we can all just 
or we'd have all just been like, okay, well, you know, unfortunately that's Vince, um, you know, and at this point there's no changing Vince, but Triple H was kind of always that alternative voice. And now it's like, he's almost falling in line, which to me is disappointing to see that because I'd expect more out of him to address something like this. Yeah. And I don't know if this is, you know, if, if he got a directive from above that said, you're going to be asked about this, you know, duck, dive, ditch, dodge and duck, or, you know, whatever the, the five D's of dodgeball, like just avoid the question as much as possible. You know, like you gave your statement and then move on. Um, so yeah, I, I, my, my hope is that's why he handled the way that he did and not that he's falling in line with a, in a different fashion. What and refresh my mind happened with Enzo, because I feel Enzo was accused and the WWE pulled the trigger very quickly. I feel like they wanted to not do that with, with redacted here. Yeah, I think. But went too far not pulling that trigger. Wasn't was Enzo accused of like rape, right? But like of an adult, right? Right. Yeah. Right. And, and yeah, it was just it, accusations at that time, and they they pulled the trigger very fast. They did, and then it turned out to be well, question maybe, questionable right? accusations. Yeah, I mean, was it, was Enzo still at his height at that point? Uh, no, I think he, he yeah he was tapering off anyway. He was cruiserweight champ. He was well, cruiserweight. I think they were looking for a reason. Yeah, I think he was and on was his way to getting future endeavored at that point. Right. So they were just Patrick time... Clark really been at the top of his. I mean, the last yeah. you know the last couple months anyway before even right before well, pandemic. Well, yeah, I mean, well, I'd say more so at least on the rise more than Enzo. Enzo was on the. Ball. Yeah, because I mean, okay, Velveteen that's that's Velveteen Dream was on his way to the um, the NXT title match at the at Takeover, and oh, was it? okay. I was thinking his Roddy p- Strong feud. Potentially, I I honestly thought he was going to win, but then I think okay. some of this stuff started to make it, you know, bubble up to the top. So I think that's why they they changed course on that one. Um, but yeah, it's it's not good. My, my, I, I'm still holding out hope that yeah, come t- Saturday night we have a uh, this happened outside full sale earlier today, and you, you know you, you see him get jumped from behind, and somebody else well, ends up in the match. <laughs> but uh, I, I'm not holding my breath on it. I just I, I hope that that's that that that's the case, and that's what happens. But um, maybe redemption will show up. Retribution. retribution? What the fuck ever their name is, it doesn't matter. For redemption, it doesn't matter. Well, has retribution? I love the Dexter Loomis thing. I think that's the great. He's healthy enough to do it. I mean, Redacted's probably hoping redemption shows up. (laughs) And Dexter Loomis, if it is Dexter Loomis, it's very on like it's very storyline heavy because wasn't Loomis like the guy who helped Dream? with the with the undisputed era and now that dream yeah. is now the dream is heel and the undisputed era are baby faces yeah yeah all right let's uh let's keep going here NXT women's uh championship match you have Dakota Kai with Raquel Gonzalez challenging 
Io Shirai for the title. Um, even though, like, I, I'm not 100% confident in this pick, I'm going to go with Dakota Kai to pick up the victory. Um, I, I, I think she's been on, like, a very fast, like, meteoric rise here. And um, and, and I, I'd like to see it pay off, even though, like, Io Shirai's title reign has been on the shorter side. I, I just feel like this this does feel like a time where you can pull that trigger. Tim, what uh, what are we eating tonight? I'm gonna eat, goddammit. I got some roasted potatoes mm, and um and some water. Sounds tasty. Yep, it's a prison meal. <laughs> I got no I got no I got no effing protein. That's okay. This. That's all right. It's, it's all right, it, man. It is what it is. These potatoes are delicious. Uh Matt, who do you have here in the uh, NXT women's title? I mean, I I like your logic there. I just feel like they the women's title in the NXT is not one that they hot potato like at all. I feel like we usually see long reigns, so I don't think Io Shirai's had it long enough to take it off yet. So um, I don't think there's going to be a clean finish. Um, probably some sort of DQ, especially with Raquel Gonzalez being there. Um, so I think that, you know that's maybe one way to take the loss, keep the belt type of thing. Um, but yeah, I don't think we we change hands just yet. Uh, Ryan, how about you? No, I don't think it changes hands here either. I don't think it would do much benefit to have a DQ either. I would I would hope that Io Shirai just just tramps Dakota Kai in in, in Io Shirai form. Very good, uh, Mark. How about you? Yeah, I'm gonna stick with uh, Io Shirai as well. I think it's too soon to take the belt off her and. Uh, yeah, I, I can see some kind of DQ maybe or some kind of finish like that, but I think ultimately he was keeping the title. And uh and Tim. Um I'm gonna go Eo Shirai as well. Um I think that the story here might be between Dakota and Raquel. Um just because I know that there's been some um mis uh miscommunication. In in that in that tandem, and this might be the point to spin off that and um, give Dakota a chance to build up uh, Raquel Gonzalez and move EO onto either a Tegan feud or a Candice feud. We still haven't. I don't think we've gotten EO Candice yet. No, I don't believe. So there's the possibility of that. And I think. Um... I think that I think that's a safe one. Like I think that that's a safe way to uh to handle it. Um because then you you also kind of still protect um you still kind of protect Dakota as well and the and the kind of push uh that she's been on. Um let's uh we'll, we'll jump over Ryan, the match Ryan's most looking forward to. I was going to say, can we save that? Yeah, we'll save that for the main event. We'll go next to uh Finn Balor versus Timothy Thatcher. Two guys that probably should have been the fifth man. Um, I, I hope Finn gets a win here. Um, I'm. I feel like the, the the Finn return to NXT has not been quite as fruitful as as what we would have hoped. Um, so maybe he'll get a he'll get a win here and and get some positive mo going. Um, how about you, Ryan? Yeah, Jim, you'd hope for everything that you said that that Finn can can do a little Winsky here 
um, at a takeover. So yeah, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Finn Balor. Uh, Mark. Well, I was originally leaning towards Balor, but I think yeah, I want to give it to Thatcher just to be uh, be different. Uh, Matt. Yeah, I mean, I think if you're going to have Finn stay in NXT uh, and be kind of that presence, then he needs to get wins. Um, you know, you can't have him be Tyler Breeze, come back and lose all the time. Um, so he has to get the win for that reason. And Tim, how about you? Um, I'm torn because I want to um, I want to back my fellow Timothy and, and root for Timothy Thatcher. But I hate grapple effing wrestling. Uh, the grapple f style is not so, entertaining. Uh, it is definitely my two least favorite dudes in NXT. As you have Dropkick <laughs> Murphy taking on Grapple F Thatcher. The loser of this match is me. Um, but the winner I think is going to go to the master of Thatch's Thatch can wrestling. Timothy Thatcher. You what the to... hell is even that? I know. Hey, <laughs> I think because we haven't seen much of Timothy Thatcher, and the I think the last time we actually saw him in a match was when he beat Matt Riddle out of NXT. Uh maybe at the at the Thunderdome cage battle. No, he was in one of the qualifying matches for the. Oh yeah, he was in one of the three with the, the three ways. Yeah, one of the one of the, the three ways. Um, but yeah, that may have been, yeah, that may have been his last cause he beat Riddle, right? Yeah. He oh, beat, yeah. he beat Riddle in the, in the fight club. So yeah, he, um, that's right. Fight club or whatever the hell, uh, fight battle dome. I don't know. No, NXT that's underground. To, that's tomorrow. NXT underground. NXT underground. Yeah. No, that's Monday nights. Uh, whatever the hell it was called. The cage, the cage master, master, cage of death. master cager, whatever. Uh, Devin had Rager, EO Rager in the cager. Devin had EO winning the women's title match and has Finn Balor winning this one. Um, was it Fight Den? What the hell was it called? Fight. Den. No, fight it's Den. <laughs> it, it, it was Lions Fight Pit. The Fight Pit. Fight Pit. The fight there it was. Fight I knew it was Pit. Fight Something. I knew yeah, it was Fight, fight Something. Fight Den. Um. The all right. Den. Let's go to. Uh, and if you haven't seen, if you didn't watch NXT last night. Uh, and you haven't seen the like the hype video for this match. I mean, they'll show it probably three times on Saturday. But this is one of the the, the better like, from in my opinion, like preview videos for a match. Keith Lee defending the NXT Championship against Karrion Cross, uh, of course, with Scarlett. Um, this is such a hard match to predict because, like, I feel like you can't, you can't, or you shouldn't move the title off of Keith Lee yet, like, because. You know, he he just started his reign. But in the same time, it's like, man, Karrion Cross has been on an absolute run uh since he came in and they've they've been building him up so special and so perfect. I have Lee winning and retaining. I I, I, I don't see this being a clean finish. Like because you know, I, I just I both of them are, are like super strong here. So I I don't I don't know what exactly will be the thing that happens, but I don't think it's I don't think it's gonna be cut and dry. Tim. Uh I think Karrion Cross might win this by ref stoppage. Mm. Uh that eye jammy with the fireball. Um, oh yeah, yeah. 
if you want to talk about a good piece of business, WWE's YouTube put out their attempt at a Rocky Balboa Apollo Creed uh, a sparring match. Oh, okay. With Keith Lee and Drew McIntyre. Oh. Uh, empty arena. Like empty the end set. of Rocky Three when they go freeze frame? Yes, they actually do freeze frame. Oh my god! On a collar and elbow, after like a ten minute thing, but basically <laughs> Keith asks Drew if Drew would help him knock some rust off after he got fire jammed in the eye. Um, they talk about their history with Evolve. It's a shameless plug for Evolve being on the WWE Network. Gotta they love them about, shameless plugs. They talk about. Uh, Keith Lee versus Karrion Cross, and they talk about Drew McIntyre versus Randy Orton, which we will talk about on Sunday. But um, I, I just don't think you, you cut the legs from Karrion Cross out yet. But you also can't beat Keith Lee clean, right? So I think the eye is the the Achilles heel, and they do. Lo- this is the summer of the eye. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> this time we might actually get an act, a, a actual eye popper we right here. Um, <laughs> Instead of a fish bobber. Yeah, don't. Yeah. and I forgot to mention that at the top of the show. Uh, we will be live Sunday afternoon um, to preview SummerSlam, and I'll have a, uh, a, a not full-on question of the week, but it'll be a, a, a question topic uh, for the show. Um, but yeah, we will be live Sunday afternoon. Stay tuned to our social media for the exact start time. It'll be like early mid afternoon. Um, Matt, your thoughts on Lee versus cross. Yeah, it's a tough call here because like Lee has so much momentum and can't take the belt off of him. So, you know, I I do like the, the thought of having kind of the dirty finish here. Um, in some way just to kind of keep the momentum for both of them. Um, in a way that it doesn't make Lee look weak either. So I'm interested to see how they're going to do it. I don't think Lee drops the belt. Um, so I think it's going to be a win by DQ, something along those lines. Um, just anxious to see how it all plays out just so they can keep both of them riding hot. Uh, intern Mark. Well, same thing everybody else is saying. I That's a tough one to call. I can't see either of them losing this match, but um, I'm going to go with Keith Lee. I, I just can't see the belt coming off him yet, but we'll see. It could be another DQ type of thing, but it should be a very good match. I'm looking forward to that one. Yeah, and uh, and Ryan, how about you? Yeah, this is one I feel like NXT is damned if they do and damned if they don't. Yeah. They're going to piss they're, off. They're in a corner. They're booked into a corner. Right. You're going to piss off half of your viewing audience because it's so split. Um, I've always said the WWE needs to strike when you have a red-hot superstar, and that's what they have with Karrion Cross. So I'm going to go with Keith Lee because I feel like the WWE will stay true to their fashion and not strike when when they should. And uh Give it and keep it on Keith Lee. So we're where we are. Keith Lee. It should be a great match, though. Now, do we think this main events, or do we think the the match we're about to predict main events? This better goddamn main event. <laughs> this will main event. This should main event. Absolutely. Um. All right. And let's go. Uh. To the match that Ryan has been asking for, been praying for, the match that he has been looking forward to more than any match 
in in at least in 2020. Adam Cole, Bay Bay, Old Bay, uh, taking on retired NFL punter Pat McAfee. Bay the- Bay. <laughs> yeah. Um. Here's the deal. I don't. I don't know what Pat McAfee's skill in the ring is, but if he's half as good as his promo last night on NXT, this match will be totally fine. That promo last night on NXT was a better promo than the majority of promos that we've seen, definitely in NXT, but across the board. That was real damn good. Um, Adam Cole better fucking win this match or Twitter will literally light itself on fire. Um, But by... I mean, it was uh, it was a real good promo, and it it actually does have me looking forward to this match. And I did not expect to ever say that, so I will say that. But if 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 Cole loses, Twitter dead. Um, Ryan, we'll let we'll let you predict this last because you've just been. I know you've been waiting, but I just want to. I just want to. Make you hold on just a little bit longer. Uh, in turn, Mark, your thoughts on Cole versus McAfee? Well, I'll be honest with you. I don't know a thing about Pat McAfee. I didn't know he was from the NFL. I didn't have a clue. I mean, not a clue. <laughs> the dead giveaway, Mark. Dead <laughs> giveaway. Dead giveaway. I, I'm so disinterested in this match. I did see the promo, and honestly, I thought that was pretty well done as far as, like, celebrities go when they get involved in wrestling. Um, so I have to go with Adam Cole. I, it would be an absolute shame if he didn't win. I, I, I'm i not a big fan of these celebrities and these football players or basketball players or badminton players <laughs> coming in and getting in a wrestling ring, but I guess we'll see what happens. I don't remember the rock and badminton connection, but – uh, into uh, Matt. How about you? Give yeah, it I'm not. Uh, I'm not as excited about this one as Ryan is, but um, I. I mean, who is? Like, no, yeah, no one is. <laughs> uh, you know, he he really loves the the celeb in green. Um, so you know, for that reason, um, you know, I'm gonna pick the way I feel like Ryan would pick and say McAfee takes this one. That's fair. That's fair. Uh, Tim, how about you? I cannot wait for this match. Like, actually, honestly, truthfully, this match is going to be a low-key banger. Pat McAfee has been training his butt off. He's been training with Rip, right? He's been training with Les Thatcher. Thatcher. Les Thatcher. Like, on his own time, way before... This match even came about. Former guest of the show, Les Thatcher. See, you can't can't shit on him now. That's, um, that's true. I think this match is going to be better than people think. Um, I think it's going to steal the show. Um, I hope I don't have to see AJ Hawk and whoever else the F he brings. You mean the deflated corpse of AJ Hawk? Who else was there? Uh, AJ Hawk. I honestly don't even know. I was trying to figure it out, but I have no clue. I knew it was AJ Hawk, but I was like, wow, that, I mean, 
I get it. Like when you're playing football at at any position that isn't punter or kicker, your body gets inflated in in ways that it's not going to when you're done. Um, right. like what, like when Joe Thomas retired from the Browns, he he dropped like a full human being. Same with uh, Jeff Saturday. Yeah. So like Holy I crap. I get it, but like when I saw AJ Hawk come out, I was like, is he sick? But then I was like, oh, he just doesn't play football anymore. Yeah, he's sick of football. Yeah. Like, um, but either way, Adam Cole wins. Um, and I, I'd really, I'd really like to see more of McAfee if the match turns out to be okay. If the match turns um, out to be okay, I think you will see more of him over was, time. Uh, Darius Butler with him. Okay. There was two. There was two guy. Two other guys with him. There was three. Yeah, I don't. Well, I, one wasn't the one just like the guy on his podcast. Yeah, I think maybe one it was one. AJ Hawk. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't know who the fourth guy was because I, I I know some people were saying that that there was two NFL guys and then like I don't know if yeah. it was just one of his buddies Hawk, or Hawk and Butler were the NFL guys. I thought the other guy was just like his. His podcast. Okay. Yeah, one of his one of his shows. That makes dudes. sense. That makes perfect sense. Um all right, all Ryan. Right, Tom, let Ryan. Yeah, I know. I know. He's he's been waiting. He's been holding back. He's been waiting. He's so excited for this. First of all, what a first round draft pick selected fifth overall AJ Hawk is doing. With shitty seventh round pick Pat McAfee, you don't draft a punter know. high though. I will never freaking know what the connection is there. Very strange. I don't like that at all. The NFL draft oh, is a work. Oh, that pisses me off. That pisses me right off. <laughs> the guy that hosts a podcast and has been doing like college game day can talk well on a microphone. Nobody should be surprised that this guy can cut a promo. Shouldn't be. We saw it on his podcast already with Adam Cole. Shouldn't be surprised. Pisses me off. Stupid. Are you going to so make frustrating? Are you going to make a pred- goddamn Pat McAfee is going to win this match? It's going to happen. The guy had seven illustrious years in the NFL as a ridiculous. Get the hell out of here. Unreal. It's unreal. It is disgusting. The only way that Pat McAfee should be on this card is if he is replacing Velveteen Dream in that match. <laughs> then I'd let it go. That is the only way. Well, I mean, after yeah, he beats Cole, I'm not he should enter it. I'm sorry, what was that? I said after he beats Adam Cole, he might enter the He's ladder. going to beat Adam Cole. He's going to. He's absolutely going to beat Adam Cole. It's going to be disgusting at the end of the night when Pat McAfee has a W on a start. And Tim, I'm not surprised somebody like you would like this match. Somebody of of the background of the WCW that's had you every celebrity have Carl Malone. You I'll bring up Jay Leno again. Dennis Rodman. Of course you want to see this. Next we can have goddamn Bozo the Clown in a wrestling ring and really call it a circus. Like, like the WWF. Like the WWF ain't done celebrities throughout the history of their, Wasn't their shit. Bam Bam LT main evented WrestleMania, right? Over Sean Diesel. Yeah, like with Jenny McCarthy and effing uh, Pam Anderson. Same I'm WrestleMania. Saying, 
I'm not the one saying I want to see this match so damn bad. <laughs> how good was how good was that LT match with Bam Bam? Actually, Everybody was like, yeah, this definitely should have this should have main sex. evented WrestleMania. Everybody says that. No, didn't say. I didn't say. Be, there might be some guys that like Haas wrestling that would put that higher than most, but nobody thinks it belonged where it belonged on a WrestleMania card, let alone Mania at all. I think it's a Mania match. I don't think it's the main event. It's definitely not a main event. There's very few things that should bump a world WWE championship off the main event of WrestleMania. Bam Bam LT is not one of those things. (laughs) Not one of those things. Um, They're both Pennsylvania boys, so there's that. uh, uh, Oh, the McAfee and, and Cole. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I mean, McAfee is, but that's where stupid Pat McAfee from Plum, Pennsylvania. Who's even fucking heard of Plum? Get the hell out of here. <laughs> oh, Plum, PA is beautiful this time of year. <laughs> it is this be- time of year, sure, but come on. <laughs> uh, I mean, McAfee. McAfee went full heel when he when his fucking headshot for the match has him wearing a fucking Pittsburgh Penguins T-shirt. So right there, I want to see Adam Cole punt his head off, but. Uh, it should be fine. Pick number 222 in the NFL draft. Get I out just, of here. I just, Unreal. I'd like to know, like, actually, why this match is so disgusting to you. You'll like, see. Why? <laughs> we'll see. You'll see, Smokey. Okay. Okay. Uh, it's actually a decent match, Ryan. Will you come on and the Swami crow? over here fucking telling us it's gonna shit? Right. Will you will you eat crow if the match turns out to be good? Absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> at least you at least you're true. Hey, for the brand, right? For the brand. Why would I? <laughs> I mean why not? Um if I taped your eyes open and made you watch a bunch of chronic matches and there was a decent chronic match, Jim, would you come on here and be like, well, that match was okay. You wouldn't. I absolutely would. Why wouldn't I? Get out of here. You know what? You're pissing me off. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to get off. I'm pissed. I've 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 never, my blood pressure shot. I've never not admitted to being wrong here. I'm an idiot. My eyes twitching. Are you going to be okay? Did you pop a blood whistle? I don't know. Um, Let's uh let's let's pre-grade uh NXT takeover. What do we think it's going to be? Ryan, we know it's going to be an A+ because of this match, so I don't even have to ask you, right? Pre-grade the show. C+. It's a C+. I'd have given it a B+ if Pat McAfee wasn't on the show. Okay. Uh in certain mark, how about you? Well, I'll tell you what. I haven't didn't watch uh, takeover yet that was anything less than a B+. In my opinion, so I'm going to stick with B plus. Now, Mark, have you watched that NXT Takeover with Pat McAfee yet? <laughs> That's true. God, I yeah. hope this is the one that breaks the uh, the grading system for me. I really do. I, I uh, we'll broken. see what happens. <laughs> uh, Matt, how about you? Pat McAfee. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with a B. Played a little safe here, um, but I don't think that this match will be as bad as we think it is going to be. Don't don't we this this is this is Ryan's the one that's really I'm, I'm, 
speaking on the, I mean, both Ryan and Mark were dropping it a full letter grade already just for McAfee being on the card. So that's still that's, only two fifths of it. That's I mean, that's majority rules. No, it's not. That's forty percent. That doesn't get a passing grade. That's sixty percent. Oh, are you you're dropping it a letter grade too? Well, no, but I'm saying that I don't think the match will be good, but I don't think it's going to be as bad as we're, like, making it out to be. I I don't think that Pat McAfee is going to drag it down a full letter grade, but okay. I don't think it's going to be, uh, like, a great match. Okay. Tim, how about you? I might blaspheme here just a little bit. Uh-oh. If McAfee and Cole knock it out of the park... This is an A plus takeover. Okay. A plus. Because there's, no there's no way Velveteen Dream's winning at all. <sighs> there's no way zero percent chance that oh Velveteen Dream. Oh God. Don't say wins. that. Don't. Not on this zero. podcast. Zero percent. Zero. Zero percent. Well, that's it. That's Zero. done now. Velveteen Dream is winning. He's just, done just it. Just give him the he title. Up now. Zero. So I ain't messing. If Velveteen Dream wins and McAfee beats Cole shit. and shit to the bed, shit match. Is this an F? It's a C. <laughs> <laughs> glad you're glad you're still with us, Tim. Um, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go B plus here. Um. I don't. Uh, I don't envision them bringing the the in your house set back out for this. Um, if they do, like I said, it'll be an A plus. If they if they bring that out again, A plus. If they bring any pay per view that brings the in your house set back out, uh, if they if they recycle the WrestleMania XXX logo for NXT, I'm gonna scream. Um, <laughs> um, but uh, but otherwise. Uh, I'll go B plus. Uh, I'm 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 concerned. I'm concerned about uh, the North American title match, and 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 I've like I think this match will be better than some of us expect it to be. But there's 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 still a, a degree of concern there uh, for me. Um, Devin predicts an A. Jason says it'll be a Plum Burrow A. <laughs> Unreal. So is that like a is that like a Lancaster D? I I, I don't know. D minus. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. And and my my caps are just shit in the bed tonight. So fuck you, Matt, and your name tag that nobody can see. <laughs> um. All right. I think yeah, that's gonna do it. Um, for NXT. Yeah, for the NXT predictions, that that's gonna do it. Um. Unless we want to, I was going to ask, like, what because it is the thirtieth takeover. Do, real quick, do you have a match from from takeovers that stands out as your number one takeover match ever to this point? To me, I I, I think is Sasha Bailey, but like, yeah, from 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 Brooklyn. I think like low key, like good place is uh. The Andrade and was it Andrade Gargano from Philly? Like I think that that match is just ridiculously good. But I'm gonna go. I'll go. I'd go Bailey Sasha from from Brooklyn. Was that the Iron Woman match? Uh yes. 
that was the one that popped in my mind um, was Iron Woman. Um, I'd love to go back and, and watch some of the very first few NXT takeovers, like Arrival, Rival, things of that nature. Um, because with like Cesaro on them, there was some really good matches. Tim, don't shake your head. Technically, those aren't Cesaro takeovers. NXT? Huh? <laughs> Technically, those aren't takeovers. Are they counted within the 30? No. Oh. oh, so the number started with takeover one. Yes. So, oh, wow, I didn't know that. All right, so fuck me then. Never mind. I didn't know that either. I didn't know that. We've had, we've had that block of, of NXT shows, and then starting from the first ever takeover, we've done 30 already? Yeah, because there was the first takeover was May 2014. Then there oh, was shit. Fatal 4-Way, Our Evolution, Rival, Unstoppable, Brooklyn, Respect, London, Dallas, The End, Brooklyn 2, Toronto, San Antonio, Orlando, Chicago, Brooklyn 3, War Games, Philly, New Orleans, Chicago 2, Brooklyn 4, War Games again, Phoenix, New York, 25, Toronto, War Games again, Portland, In Your House, Triple X. Wow. There it is. Wow. 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 So, yeah. First takeover. The very first takeover card was Adam Rose versus Camacho. Uh, The Ascension defeating El Local and Kalisto. Tyler Breeze versus Sami Zayn. Uh, Natalia versus Charlotte. And Tyson Kidd versus Adrian Neville. Thank you. Wow, maybe I don't want to back up to them. It, it's still crazy to me, like, when Adam Rose was at Legacy and Mark, you missed it. A Sasquatch yeah. in a three-count Thursday t-shirt was in his party. I don't know where you were, but... <sighs> they were selling whoopie pies at the concession stand there. Is that what it was? And there was a long line. By the time I got back in... I barely caught the end of the match. I didn't see a Sasquatch. Oh, it was it was glorious. There was a special order for Ho Decker's celery whoopie pies. That <laughs> oh, <laughs> he was just <laughs> he was ready for it. That what would you was... rather what would you rather eat? A Ho Decker celery whoopie pie or watch Pat McAfee beat that ass of Adam Cole? I'll eat uh, I'll eat a would case you rather... I'll eat a case Wait. of whoopie pies. Yeah, bring with the whoopie pie. Because so at least, at least the whoopie pie. At least whoopie pie has has the uh, the cream filling that would be sweet. Well, that's, that's right. the cream celery one. taste. Oh god, damn it. <laughs> the cream is the celery. It's a That'd chocolate. It's a chocolatey top with <laughs> Hodecker celery flavored cream. I was gonna say it's celery <laughs> cake with like a water flavor. <laughs> 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 As long as it's Hodecker's, it's going to be good. When you take Hodecker's celery and Miriam's pies and you put them together, you got yourself a That's the mega right powers. Like a winning recipe. That's the mega powers. To That's Just like the mega I'm going to bring Miriam and herself out and Mrs. Hodecker right in the middle of Ritz Market. I'm going to have them shake hands. It's going to be great. I can't wait. It's like when the mega Jim, powers explode. Jim gets the number one pick in the Thanksgiving draft. Turkey and finishes last. It's still the stupidest. That is the most bullshit draft. Ridiculous. I mean, I remember that. I mean, everybody wants to do the dishes, right? They gotta get done, okay? 
You don't That's have a dishwasher. Point. You can just put them. Mother- you can't put all the shit from Thanksgiving in. You can't put a roasting pan in there. You can't put the big serving plate in there. Oh, Tim, you buy the aluminum roasting pan. In Jesus, throw that roasting pan thank away. you, thank you. you. Hey, you bring out the good shit for company. You bring out the good shit for family and for company. You know, if I uh, make a turkey dinner on a Thursday night in July, you get the, you get the throwaways. Like, you bring out that good family. stuff. I love my family. They're getting a throwaway roasting pan. They're getting a good Reynolds. Are you serving that shit out of the roasting pan, Jim? Well, no, but you. I'm saying you can't. You're going to roast it in a roasting pan. You can't put that in the dishwasher. You're unreal. <laughs> no, what's unreal is that I came in last place in that goddamn draft. Ridiculous. Salary. This horse shit. <laughs> Mark didn't even have a protein until the very last round. Yeah, was he a Cornish game hen? Right. A fucking game hen. Cornish game hen came in. It's a horse shit. That draft Coming was horse hot. shit. All right. We're, we've got to, we're moving on. We're moving on. Uh, Christ. Oh, I didn't even get to say my favorite. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, yeah. Go ahead. What's, what's your favorite match? Uh, I was going to say that. Beyond the Sasha Bailey one. I've What's your favorite match? <laughs> My favorite match was with Melina and Alicia Fox. You need to just cut the end off. Like, What's your favorite match? Who? Who? I know. I should do that. I gotta, I'm going to write favorite? that down. Anyway, it was it was the war games with the Undisputed Era where we had the surprise entrant of Kevin Owens. Uh, would have been a very close second for me. Very good. Who didn't? Did anybody else not give that? I, I lost track. Tim, go ahead. Shinsuke Nakamura, Sami Zayn. No, Jason. No, I'm deleting that comment. That is that is not. I can, nope. That's very. That's very close to my heart. Yeah, that's Owen. that. I've I, I I've very, never. That is the first time I've ever deleted a comment in uh, in the live video. That you that's love, that's bad taste. That lovable brother Owen. That's bad he taste. He didn't deserve that. Yeah, I missed it. Yeah, what was the comment? Uh, I'm gonna choose. I'll, I'll I'll message you guys. I I will not repeat it on air. That's if somebody if Tim, I know you saw it. If you want to repeat I it, I still see it. I still see it. Oh, it didn't delete. <laughs> I don't think so. Well, it deleted on my end. It maybe it just doesn't dis. Maybe it just doesn't disappear on your your live feed. Uh, if you want to repeat it, you can. Maybe if no, Ryan, I I don't want to. Yeah, but I thought I thought it was kind of funny. <laughs> I, I can't. I I just can't leave that on. That's bad. That's... Tragedy plus time equals comedy. <laughs> he equated. So I will I will roundabout way say it. Okay. He equated our show going off the rails to over the edge, nineteen ninety eight. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We'll leave it at that. All right, let's uh, let's move on here. We did have a wrong. <laughs> we did have a three count question of the week. We had a shut up, Brian. Three count question of the week. We didn't do it. It's off the rails. I didn't do it. Do what? Send the message again. I, I didn't give a match. Oh, Mark, go ahead. Go ahead, Mark. What oh, is it? Uh, this is getting bad. I, this is like I the episode. The, uh, it's like the episode we did where the whole Decker Sammy came out. 
Jim played the Bob sound bite like 300 100 times. Time. <laughs> what sound effect? Bob! That one? <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, Mark. What was your match? Uh, that's all right. I was... Uh... I, I was going to go with the Word Games match with the, the Undisputed Era and uh, the the, uh, the Viking Raiders, or I forget what they were called at the time. Was it Viking Raiders? Sanity. War Raiders. That was a good one. Kevin Owens and uh, Pete Dunn, I believe it was. That would be my favorite. But a close second would be the Bob Villains with Luke and against Enzo and Cass with Carmella. Just because uh, blue pants was on it. I gotta love that blue pants. Um much better than a librarian. Um but uh all right. <laughs> Jesus. Um let's uh let's move on. We had a the three count question of the week uh this week. And uh since it is SummerSlam week SummerSlam uh, Summer don't worry, I I have a I have a special uh surprise for Sunday's show. So we'll 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 get to that, Tim. Um, but uh, what is the best match in uh, in the history of the Summerfest, uh, the SummerSlam? Uh, Ryan, we'll go to you first here. Uh, Adam Cole, Pat McAfee. <laughs> uh, Mark, how about you? Oh, boy. I don't know if I can top that one. I don't want to pick the same favorite match. How could you? This is this is uh, the summer fest matches. Boy, I'll tell you what. Um, was Bret Hart and Owen Hart in a cage? I thought was really good. That that was when Owen kicked his leg out from under his leg. That's that what, well. It eventually, yeah, yeah it led to that. that. It was the later that year. But. I think that was very good in it. Or uh, Bret Hart against Undertaker with Michaels as the referee. That that was right up there. One of my favorites. Um, Matt, how about you? Um, that, I think when we did this one with like our favorite from the big four, I had said Triple H versus Shawn Michaels. Um, so I'm going to stay with that. Tim? Unsanctioned. Well, because WWE never uses uh, celebrities at all in major pay-per-views, um, I'm going to go with uh, Stardust and King Barrett versus Neville and Stephen Amell. Because that never happens. That's my favorite SummerSlam match, Ryan. Wow. He's an actor. He's not even an athlete. He's an actor. He plays a superhero that you obviously don't give a shit about. That's true. There you go. At least you watch football and you know what the hell a punter is. But if I ask you what the fuck a green arrow is, you ain't got nothing for me, Chief. I do. I've got a lot of green green arrow arrow knowledge. Uh The green arrow is a superhero. Uh Uh-huh. From the yep DC land, a little not bit of the, bu- the other ones. Uh-huh. The DC, the DC folks. Boy, he's um, working. He's on there. He wears the mask. He looks like a ninja turtle, with like the way they would wear the little eye thing. He's not a turtle himself. Uh-huh. But, um, not a turtle. Um, 
and he uses a bow and arrow. Boy. Sorry. Nice. Sorry, we're out of time. Nice. <laughs> what, what color did you say? Green. <laughs> Very nice. This guy, he knows everything. Oh, my God. Uh, I will. Uh, roommates. I yeah, Devin asks, can we have a Ryan versus Tim in a wrestling match? Yeah, that'll be for Patreon subscribers. Patreon there ain't enough. Oh. There ain't enough baby oil in Lancaster. <laughs> wow, I'm paying no to up to Joe. I don't give a shit. <laughs> oh my god. Oh my. Um, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go with um Brett and Bulldog at 92. Um, that match is spectacular. Um, look at the puppers. I will, uh, I will also add in, um, it was Styles and Cena, I think in 16 was really good. Really, really good. Like that was just, that was like the year of like AJ Styles just having every like great match in the world. Uh, it was really good. And we did have some responses. Uh, Rodney had the Mega Powers versus the Mega Bucks. Uh, Charlie and Chad both had uh, Brett versus uh, Bulldog. Nick had that as well. Uh, Devin had Daniel Bryan versus John Cena in 2013. Um, so some responses there from uh, from the listeners. We thank you again always for uh, for. Uh, responding to the question, uh, the the uh, the three count question of the week. Um, we will have a question of some form for uh, for Sunday's SummerSlam show. Uh, I'll, I'll try and get that posted tomorrow. Yes, Ryan. Would the appropriate question be, "What is your favorite SummerSlam of all time?" Ooh, let me uh... because. I loved SummerSlam 1990. I watched the hell out of it. I had it on cassette. Uh, that's probably why. But I don't think a single match on there would ever make a top 10 list of SummerSlam matches. I'm writing that down. That's a good one. Because uh, I, I had mean, Earthquake Hogan, not a great match. Warrior Root in a Cage was okay. I mean, it was fine. It wasn't a great match. I mean, right, the, it was a fun pay per view, top the, to bottom. The best really match it. on that card to, was. The Heart Foundation and Demolition. Demolition, probably, yeah. And, Tim, I think because you guys had just covered this on, on Final Wrestling Place or talked about that, like, th- th- that was the longest match on the card, and even that was under 20, right? Yeah. That was under 15. Like, and it was a two out of three falls that went to three falls. Obviously, it always goes to three falls. Um but yeah, yeah, like there was, was like I mean it was the, it was the longest match and it was barely it was barely fifteen minutes. Because like intercontinental title match like tornado and, and perfect was what six at most? Six tornado minutes. Tornado perfect was five fifteen. Yeah, like the opener, you know, the opener wasn't long when, when uh, Michaels got his knee dinged. Obviously you had like the big storyline of the show was the the um Dusty Road Sapphire stuff. Thigh gene. Yeah, I gotta find Thephi. Um but yeah, that's a great good that's uh, the Bushwhackers. Uh Bushwhackers weren't on that card. Mm-mm. They were not. They were not. Um uh, maybe Andre was dead by then. Andre I think I don't think he was he wasn't dead, but he was he wasn't 
WWEing at that point. Because that was between. I'm just that we didn't see. Um, Jesus, Jason. <laughs> I missed it again. I, I didn't I'm delete this one. Brown sewer rats. Oh yeah, that's right. It was the sewer oh, that's right, right. Um, with Jake the Snake, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. So I mean, it was a it was a fun it was a fun SummerSlam. Um, but yeah, that'll be that'll be the question for Sunday. So look for that dropping um, tomorrow. Uh, all right, let's move on here. Uh, obviously, the the big news of uh, of the week, and I, this wasn't even known, I don't think, but when we were on the air last week, because we were still questioning where SummerSlam was going to be. Uh, but now we know, of course, it's going to be at the Amway Center in Orlando, um, debuting officially tomorrow. WWE Thunderdome, uh, state of the art video boards, pyrotechnics, lasers, cutting edge graphics, and drone cameras will take WWE. Uh, this is from the press release. Fans viewing experience to an unprecedented level starting this Friday um, on Fox, kicking off SummerSlam weekend. Uh, Kevin Dunn said, WWE has a long history of producing the greatest live spectacles of sports entertainment, yet nothing compares to what we are creating with WWE Thunderdome. This, this structure will enable us to deliver an immersive atmosphere and generating more excitement amongst the millions of fans watching our programming around the world. Uh, with the debut of Thunderdome, WWE take residency at Amway Center in Orlando. Virtually bring fans into the arena via live video on massive LED boards in conjunction with the famous group and its proprietary technology for every Raw, SmackDown, and pay-per-view event. Um, registration had been open uh, and it has since closed for, for SmackDown tomorrow. It'll reopen for SummerSlam. It'll reopen for each show uh, in the days leading up to it. Uh, also in the press release that their uh, Amway Center residency will continue for the foreseeable future. Um, will be produced on closed sets with only essential personnel uh, in attendance. WWE will continue to administer its health and safety protocols for talent, crew, and employees in conju- conjunction with each production, including um, testing for COVID-19, social distancing, and wearing masks. Um, so let's start with the name. What do you guys think of the name the Thunderdome. Ryan? I gotta name it something. Fair. Uh, Mark? Uh, it kind of reminds me of the Laser Dome we have here locally, which is a fun place. Um, but then WCW have a Thunderdome when they had this cages stacked on top of each other. Tim, can, so that, that can was you Thunder Cage. Okay. Thunder Cage. Okay. Hey, yeah, but like Ryan said, they got to name it something. Got to so trademark it. Got to probably will be merchandise for it. <laughs> um, Matt, thoughts on the name? It's fine. I'm surprised they're allowed to use it, but if they are, then might as well. Tim? It is Bruce Pritchardian. Like, Hey, you know it'd be really cool if we named this shit after Mad Max in '85. Because we're doing underground fight clubs on Raw. Let's just take everything from the '80s. Hey, Vince, dude, I got, no, I got an deal. Hey, now I got an deal. <laughs> what we're gonna do is we're gonna recreate the SmackDown intro. You know that shit we did on computer, right? We're gonna make it real. That's uh, that's what it looks like. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, I mean, 
whatever. Like, I, 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 I'm, I didn't even think that they were going to name it something. And then when they did, I was like, eh, makes sense. Okay, sure. Um, now, you know, we, if you've been on social media, you've seen, um, seen some of the, the, the pictures. I think it looks pretty cool um for for what they're doing uh i mean obviously they could have stayed um they just could have stayed in the performance center and done that until covid fucked off and and you know maybe done boats beaches top of the top of the headquarters for pay-per-views but they're 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 going this route um i think it's cool i think it's worked out pretty well so far um for the NBA, I know the NHL's done a little bit of uh, live fan stuff, but the NBA, th- this is really kind of taking the model from the NBA uh, and, and using it, and I, I, I think it's I think it's cool. I really do. I think it's a cool thing they're doing. I have been waiting to work in a multi-level sales pitch to you guys for a long time, so I'm glad Amway was brought up another <laughs> way. But boy, do I have an investment opportunity for you guys. <laughs> How many Amway commercials are we going to see starting tomorrow night on uh, SmackDown on Fox? 37. I didn't know Amway was still a thing. To be 100% honest, I'm I'm not entirely sure what Amway is. So, if if you're even aware of what it is, then then you're you're one step ahead of Big Jim. Um I it's I like, got into I think it was two different Amway meetings back in the day. It's like pyramid schemeish, I think. Oh, so it's, everybody makes some money above you. So everybody, yeah. everybody you went to high school with works for for Amway. That that thing, yeah. Come on in. I let just sit through a meeting, things like that. Yeah, gotta love that. Yeah, uh, honestly, it was almost like uh, it was almost like online buying before online and internet was even really a thing or a big thing. Their revenue was eight point eight billion dollars back in twenty eighteen. Shocking! Wow. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I mean, did did anybody did anybody else get registered? I know I I got registered, so I'll, I'll I'm going to be attempting to uh make it on to SmackDown tomorrow. Did anybody else get registered? I'm registered. You registered? Anybody else? I'm registered. I'm ready for November third. <laughs> <laughs> We're all fucking ready for for November third. <laughs> There's no wrestling on that Tuesday. Don't be what, rude. There's, well, there's I nothing mean, going on at the Thunderdome. I mean, yeah, definitely not in the Thunderdome. I mean, impact's on. Impact's on, but th- you don't watch that. What? <laughs> dark? Yeah. AEW Dark? I don't watch YouTube wrestling. <laughs> I was going to say NWA, but you got me there. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's uh, it's not power, really... power outage over there. Ooh, yeah. that's, a, that's a good one. I like that. Power outage. So, Devin, you said you got registered, but you're not you're not even, you're not going to attempt to jump in. Like that's definitely smart. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm 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 curious to see um how this is pulled off and, and actually see it on show um as opposed to on Ryan Satin's Twitter feed. Um, yes, Ryan. I hope to God, Jim, that your mate you make it through. Okay. And they sit your ugly mug right next to Brock Lesnar guy <laughs> and Frank the fucking clown. Hey, as long as I don't actually have to be next to them, like obviously they're not in my in uh in my house. 
Oh, you That's know, we're taking pictures of that and making that our banner on all social media platforms. Hey. Forever. Sure. If that happens, by all means, that'll be our banner forever. forever. I'm going to double down and I'm going to take that image. And I'm going to make it a shirt and you're getting it for Christmas, bud. That sounds about right. That sounds about right. Ryan, did you end up picking up that, that Orton shirt um, that was on 40% off the other day? Um, It's on back order. Sorry. Oh, man, that, that sucks. That's right. Yeah, it's because I bought them all for you for Christmas. I just bought, like, I just went ape shit and bought a bunch of them. Um, but uh, now I, I have seen some people, like, speculating now that they're moving to a, uh, you know, like, to a bigger arena with a bigger setup and, and you can, I guess, theoretically more safely distance and the, the testing protocols are probably going to be stepped up a little bit that you may see, um, People like Brock Lesnar potentially return. Roman Reigns potentially return. Um, I, I, I still, um, I still don't think Roman's coming back until we're, we're more in the clear on this thing, especially in Florida. Um, but do you think that that this opens the door to? Because they're, I mean, the shows are going to be live, so you won't have it. You won't run the risk of having leaks either. But do you think that there's a potential for? Um, returns surprises things like that like maybe a brock lesnar type return now that you're 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 somewhat normal ish to what you can be right now i don't know but i i think ryan's a liar i think you can get that randy orton shirt right now (gasps) you can yeah it's it's actually it's a you, you wouldn't believe it but it's available in every size really right now right now they've got a new run in hallelujah there you go there you go go. when you're buying up your 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 daily new orton shirt you can you can grab the one that was back ordered i'll be sure to also you'll also have to sit tight because as soon as pat mcafee beats adam cole they're just gonna have to redo this one for pat yeah that's for sure (laughs) i'm surprised that they didn't uh Rusev him on this run of, of shirts and just just didn't print enough. I'm really shocked that that didn't happen. Oh no, actually, Come I think they face. have an overabundance. Yeah, I think I think this is going to be one of those ones that uh, makes it all the way down to like five ninety nine on the clearance sale. Boy, they don't even do them very much anymore. Yeah, every so often you get that you know sixty percent off uh, off of clearance. Just a oh crap, we're get, we just got way too many shirts built up back here. Clear it out. Right. There's one shirt right now um, that is f- $4.95 on clearance. Kurt Hawkins. It is Jinder Mahal in a woman's shirt. Jinder oh. <laughs> <laughs> Mahal's wearing a woman's shirt. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think you misunderstood, Mark. Um, but no, do you think that, that this opens oh. opens the door for, for any oh. returns? Potentially, like one can hope, I maybe. No, man. Like, what do you want Lou to say? I know somebody that'll drop by. What do you want him to say, Jim? I'm just asking a question, Ryan. Oh, that's fair. That's a good question, then. <laughs> no, I have no idea. I'm not sure if this will open up any debuts or anything. Um, it, it depends. I mean, it's interesting to see they're moving to the Amway Center at the same time that 
um nx or aw is saying that starting on the 27th yeah next thursday they can do 10 percent capacity at daly's place i'm curious if that's because it's an outdoor arena i i one would hope i mean i mean my brother lives in florida they don't seem to have a lot of rules down there though either so uh, wild west that governor's <laughs> dumber than a sack of nails but um aw is doing 10 percent that it look like in a TNA show, <laughs> is that right? Well, close. Yeah. Is 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 ten percent? Is 10% much more than the the people they've been bringing in for the past month anyway? Like, I think I think those have been like not paid for. No, no, they're not, they haven't been paid, but they've been bringing in people for the last <laughs> like month or so. So, like, I, I don't know. I don't know how many people Daly's place sits. But like they've been, the, the the crowds that they have brought in have been like up in the top portions of the amphitheater, away from where the talent is. Like I don't think the ta- like they're getting anywhere close to the talent. But even at ten fifteen percent, I don't know. I don't know what number that is. Daly's place uh, is five thousand five hundred capacity. So five hundred and fifty people. Right. So they they probably haven't had five hundred. But they, I mean they've had they've had. Especially last week, they've had a they had a decent size because you. That's a lot of people. Yeah, yeah I mean, it, you it, think they've even had over a hundred people at this point? Last week was the most they've had, and I th- and I think the reported number was like around a hundred. So, I guess it is considerably more. But like, do we? Th- is this a, like? And I know I I, I tug and cheek joked about it on on Twitter, but like, this is this like. I don't think this is very smart, right? <laughs> like, it's tough to say, man. Like, like, I get it. I get it's outdoors. I get they're going to try to do their best to, and and at some point, at some point, I get it. Like, like somebody's going to have to test the water. Somebody at some point is going to have to be the one that says, you know what, we're going to try this. I mean, the NFL's going to try it this year. Uh, the SEC is going to try it this year. Um, you know, in the fall, they're going to go up to 25% capacity reportedly, but like, I just like, does AEW know they're in Florida? Do they like, are they aware of that? (laughs) Like, like, you know, maybe if you were in Montana or something, you know, maybe 10%, 15%, but it just feels like a bad idea. I, I think it's because it's outdoors. Like that's the only reason they're able to get away with it. Yeah, because if it was indoors, they couldn't like I know I know this past weekend on Friday, I was actually at the Mahoning drive in for live wrestling. Right. Um, And there was like five, six hundred people there, but it's spread out at a drive in theater. Well, that's yeah, that's a little different, too. Yeah. And like the wrestlers, like there was plenty like there was ringside but it was standing room only and it was everybody standing in the grass. How did they do and, that? Did they do, did they like have a hard cam that they broadcast up on the screen? No. So they had a hard cam shoot. They used the screen as like a backdrop. Okay. For the shots. Um, but basically if you were there for the wrestling, you like had to walk up to the ring. Okay. Or get, get, be socially distant. And there was plenty of space. Sure. Um, but also all of the wrestling, the commentary was patched in through the radio. Oh, okay. 
Yeah, so you could hear it. Pretty clever. You could hear live commentary. Yeah, and I mean, like, Live Nation has, like, they're, you know, like, I mean, the comedians have been doing these drive-in concerts, but, mm-hmm. like, uh, Live Nation and, like, WMMR have been doing, like, a series of concerts in at, like, Citizens Bank in the parking lot. But it's right. like it's a drive-in thing. Like you have to uh, you stay at your car and you have to listen through your radio and whatever. But like uh, to me, that still that feels so much different than like. And this isn't I, this isn't like me pointing the finger at AEW. It just I, I like this is overly cautious. Big Jim going. This feels like a bad idea. Like I think I think there's I think this is maybe a little too not to discredit you, but I think this is. I think 500 might be like the sweet spot. I think, I think for an outdoor venue, you could probably get away with it and be social. Cause the trick is if you're socially distanced, you're wearing a mask and you're minding your P's and Q's like that should be enough. Like, cause you, you're not going to be on top of each other. The only people that'll be near each other are people who come together in a party Sure. So you were already not socially distancing right. before that. Um, so I, I think that it makes sense, um, especially again because it's an outdoor arena. Yeah. But if it were indoors, like I don't see WWE doing this at the Amway Center. Or, yeah. And it really depends on like the level of, um, like infrastructure that AEW would have at the building, like. Are they enforcing masks? Are they promoting social distancing? Are they promoting like are they hand sanitizer available? Um, is there any interaction between the fans and the and the wrestlers? Because the I wrestlers get, are being tested, but I don't think the fans. No, are. and from what it sounds like, the, the 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 fans that are buying tickets are going to be like so. Like we've seen the shots at Daly's place. There's like multiple levels. Like the upper rise of seating, like I don't think the the lowest level is going to have any fans in it. Like I right. think it's more the second and third tiers up. Which again, you're you're smart enough to protect yourself. And uh, I mean, if if I'm a fan, I don't want to be anywhere close to uh, COVID God Chris Jericho anyway. So, um, you know that that it is what it is. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I'm we won't see it live next week because they're going to be on the same time that we're on. Um, but I'm I'm curious to see how it works out. I sincerely hope that it all goes smoothly and and everybody's you know safe and everything. Because again, at some point, we're we that that door has to be opened at some point. So um, you start with you know 500 next week, and then you see see what the fo- the following week um, brings after that. But yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to. Uh, the Thunderdome and, and, and all of this, like, I think it's, I, I do, I think it's a cool thing. You know, the, like I said, the NBA did it and, and uh, it's your, 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 you, you know, you're using technology the way it's never been used before. And you're, you're steering into the skid of what has been just such a weird freaking year. Um, Jason said they will, will they temperature test fans when they scan the t- I, I I hope so I would assume but again I, I mean all that I don't even think it's a good test anymore I mean no because looking at a ton of people that are asymptomatic that a fever test isn't going to even start to cover your bases well and also too um 
the thing I discovered because when we we were able to visit my grandma at the nursing home um, in the days leading up to when she passed, they you know you had to sign a form saying you weren't exposed to anybody, whatever. And then they did like the, the they did the the temperature check on your forehead, but like we were just standing outside where it was a hundred degrees, and like you're you're that that's not a, I don't think a true indicator of what your actual body temperature is either. So. Um, so they might be doing it. Jason, I honestly don't know. Um, Real quick numbers in Florida. And it's kind of unfortunate that today's the day that we're making, like the talking about it. Florida just rolled over 10,000 deaths, 117 new deaths reported since yesterday, 4,605 new cases uh, reported since yesterday in Florida. So still definitely rolling right through Florida. Yeah. 4,000 new cases daily. Um, a total of five uh, or 588,000 plus cases in Florida. So it doesn't seem to be very controlled right now in the, um, the old sunshine state. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Uh, definitely a bad situation down there. Probably one of the, the worst States uh, at this point. All right. A couple of a uh, couple of news items. This is something, and we don't have to spend a lot of time on this one because it is relatively um, on the older side. It, it was, I think for, over the weekend, um, but it was, uh, you know, Dave Meltzer, I guess had, uh, on, on last week's in last week's observer had, had commented that quote, virtually every WWE superstar had contacted, uh, AEW, um, with the exception of like Roman Reigns, who we know isn't going anywhere. Um, like to me, like I, I kind of sniffed bullshit from the word go on this, like, Here's the thing, like we know because I'm, I'm, I think he admitted to doing it. Like Orton contacted them basically to leverage when his contract. So like I think there's 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 a couple of things at play here. There's those who there's they're not going to contact them. Period. I think like you know your Cena's, your Reigns's, your Charlotte Flairs. Um, there's a handful that that just aren't going there. There's some that are. And I think there, like some that are contacting because they know that you can probably figure it out. They're they're close to the chopping block, or they're not happy. They know they're not going to resign. And then there's those like Randy Orton. So like, even if quote unquote a majority like contacted them, like it, it to me it was just like a cheap headline because yeah, people I think are going to use. No different than back in the uh, you know back in the the attitude era where you can use the competition for leverage, like it's smart business. But there, like to me, it was like there was no way it was virtually everybody. I don't know any industry that wouldn't that wouldn't have this. Like if you are in office space work, you contact other. It's not a big deal. Right. Uh, Ric Flair, WCW guy, was in WWE, was in TNA. Hogan, uh, WCW. I mean, it's not a big. Why are we making a big deal out of this? It, it doesn't make sense at all to me to even care about this. And and also, you got to think there may be like an asterisk involved. Like, what exactly constitutes reaching out to AEW? Is that a talent reaching out to a former WWE talent at AEW saying, "Hey, I saw your match. That was really cool," or like? checking up on somebody like 
There's connections across the aisle between both sides. Right when like, when uh, Adam Cole Bebe texts Britt Baker, is that NXT superstar contacting <laughs> AEW or Big Swole and uh, Cedric Alexander, Chelsea like, Green and uh, Matt Cardona? Like, <laughs> it, like the the list goes on and on. Like, does it count the the uh, Instagram interaction right. that Johnny Gargano and Chris Jericho had because Johnny Gargano came Johnny Gargano came up with the Wednesday night and Jericho <laughs> was like, "Yo, I want to steal that." Yeah, like you know, it, it's it, it just you know, it got a lot of people riled. I was curious to see any any of your guys' thoughts on it, and glad to see that everybody's kind of on the same page that I was. Weak sauce. Um, <laughs> Jace says the only WWE star they care to totally lock up and not send to AEW is obviously Pat McAfee because the rest don't matter. So uh, true. So true. Um, obviously, the news breaking this week that uh, longtime WWE host, interviewer, and announcer Renee Young has reportedly uh, told the company she is leaving. Uh, according to PW Insider, she gave her notice. Um, but it's unknown when her last date with the company uh, will be. She signed with the WWE in 2012 um, after making a name for herself. WWE recap show called Aftermath on the Score Television Network uh, in Canada. Uh, it was reported that WWE and Fox had planned to make her the head of their programming on Fox and FS1. She was obviously the host of Backstage. Uh, this obviously got derailed with the uh, pandemic and the cancellation. Uh, of WWE backstage, um, when I saw the like when I saw this, it's a bummer because I think she's ridiculously talented. Um, like w- w- with everything that, that she's done, I mean, she's been a commentator, she's been a host, she's been a backstage interviewer. Um, but at the same time, I also wasn't terribly surprised that she's leaving. Uh, I, I think. I think wherever she lands, and I think it's more because obviously the 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 reaction initially for people is like she's going to AEW, she's going to AEW. I'm like, I, I think she's going somewhere in the sports world, um, and I, and I'm not just doing that as like, you know, WWE super fan taking a shot at AEW. I, I just I don't I, I I don't think she's going there. What's the what's the snark there, Ryan? No snark. I had a uh, my wrist just locked up. Oh, oh, overworked, I guess. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I, I don't, I don't think she ends up in AEW. I think she's going to end up ESPN, something like that, a, a sports. Any any thoughts, Ryan? And if she is, then Jim will disown her Duh. the day she signs that contract. Yeah, I mean, obviously, like. I mean, why, why, why would I endorse anybody going to AEW? Right? He has the he has the who the hell is this ready for the day he announces that news, or we announce it. Who the hell is this? <laughs> I, I don't think she goes in the sports world. I think she may go into like a different medium. I I I don't know what she could actually get get into. Um, cause I just don't think she has like the background for sports. Um, 
which is tough to say. Um, I, I mean, they're re- they're talking about bringing back the G4 network, G4 TV. Okay. Um, which is a nerdy like uh, video game pop culture channel in 2021. Make her the female face of that. Like, um, I really think she can go wherever she wants. She's adventuring out into other things. She has her own podcast that's been separate from WWE for quite some time. She's got her cookbook coming out. Um, selfishly, selfishly, I wish she would stick around because. I've been the biggest fan of Renee Young since the beginning. Um, and her legacy for WWE will, will stick around for a while. Cause there's just no, there, there's probably not going to be another female to do what she did in the company and, and really try to push the boundaries like she did. Like, yeah, I think she did. She was, she did unfiltered, she did, which was like a, a shoot style kind of behind the scenes look at wrestlers that got canceled. She did backstage, which was dope. She was commentator, uh, backstage interviewer. She ran, she was like the poster child for every pre-pay-per-view panel. Yeah. Um, like she's the blueprint for it. And um, we wouldn't have the sort of structure we, we have now if we didn't have Renee Young's professionalism uh, at the start. Um, I heard there was a date of like after SummerSlam, like SummerSlam might be her last date. Which if, I mean, if you're going to go, if you're going to go out, um, I mean the, 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 the second or third, depending how you look at it, biggest pay-per-view of the year, um, you know, feels, feels like a, a great, a great show to end on. Um, but yeah, yeah, it's it, it's a it's a bummer, and and obviously it's it's a bummer. I I don't I, I don't know what like the long term like plans were with Fox and FS1 with like backstage and and, and if they were going to do anything else from that in that kind of um in that kind of realm. Like I I I didn't watch it every week, but I enjoyed backstage when I watched it. Like I I thought it was a really um different way to approach like a wrestling show like a wrestling theme show um but obviously you know with with everything that's gone on and we've seen regional sports networks cutting staff uh nationwide and stuff like that like it, it's an unfortunate um you know reaction to everything that's going on um and any other thoughts about renee young i mean what she did with the the post shows you know talking smack um yeah raw talk i think was just you know we, we saw some really really cool moments i think of like the Miz reaction um and the daniel bryan thing i think you know was really she was there i mean she just shattered ceilings we we've used to seeing a woman um kind of the backstage between two hawking men um be like the small petite talking point um and she just shattered that mold it's going to be weird to like not hear have you know or have heard like renee young is commentary um, you know, kind of opening the door for Beth Phoenix to do what she's done. Um, so yeah, what I mean, it's a shame to have to lose such a female um, in in that role. Um, something that I can't ever recall anybody being that close to, other than like a backstage uh, in interview or things of that nature. Um, so yeah, um, 
I, I hope she stays in wrestling because I think she has a really, really good knack for it. I don't think she has a ton of sports experience, a lot like coach or something like that. But if she goes the sports route, I feel like she will always um, end up in pro wrestling anyway. Yeah, I think it's one of those losses that people aren't going to really realize how big of a loss it is until she's gone. And then the impact will be really apparent. Um, you know, we can all say just how important she is, but until like she's gone, I don't think we can all really even appreciate just what all she does for wrestling. I mean, we have her successor already, though, like Charlie Caruso. And that, is... that, yeah, that was going to be my question. You know, is is does Charlie Caruso? I feel like is is the logical person to to kind of step into that role because she does host. Things like, but I don't think I don't think she'll ever ring it out or like be commentator? a commentator. No, I don't think so either. I don't think so either. I think she's more, um, you know, because she hosts she hosts Raw Talk. I think that currently she hosts Raw Talk and she also fills in. I think she's like the full time backup for First Take. Yeah, yeah. So when she, yeah. Um, the main the main lady is not there to facilitate. So, you know, it's, it's, yeah, I think, I think Charlie can, can step up into, uh, into that role, but yeah, we'll see. We'll see, um, when, uh, when Renee's, uh, last day is and, and, and where possibly she would end up. Uh, and then finally, uh, ring of honor earlier this year had announced that they, they would, they were bringing back the pure championship, but this week they announced 10 of the 16 competitors for the upcoming pure title tournament. Uh, it begins with the TV ta- tapings that I think started this week. Um, I know I saw like Ian Riccoboni and um, some other people t- tweeting from the bubble. Um, so they're kind of uh, quarantining and testing and then uh, starting their tapings. Uh, but the participants announced thus far are PJ Black, Tony Deppen, former guest of this show, uh, Tony Deppen, David Finley, Jonathan Gresham, also former guest of the show. I believe we've had Gresham on. Confirm. John Gresham? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. Oh, my bad. We Just prob- say yes. Just yeah, we, we probably should have. Um, the next person you say is a guest of the podcast. Uh, Jay Lethal, Rocky Romero, Matt, yep. Matt Seidel, Tracy Williams, Josh Woods, and Wheeler Yuta. Uh, the remaining participants will be announced via ROHWrestling.com and their social media. Uh, rules for the match are as follows. Every match begins and ends with a code of honor handshake. Every wrestler has three rope breaks to stop submissions and hold submission holds and pinfalls. Uh, after the exhaust their uh, rope break submission and pin attempts uh, or under the rope his opponents by his opponents are illegal. Closed fish, fist punches to the face are not permitted. Only open-handed slaps or chops to the face are allowed. Punches to the other parts, parts of the body are permitted, excluding low blows. The first use of a closed fist will get a warning. Second would get a disqualification. Uh, as in standard ROH matches, there'll be a 20 count when a wrestler is on the floor. Outside interference will uh, result in automatic termination from the roster for the wrestler that interferes. Um, there will be two. There'll be two block single elimination format. Round one, 15-minute time limit. Semifinals, 20-minute. Block finals, 30-minute. The tournament final will be a one-hour time limit. Uh, there will be three judges for each match, and time limit draws will go to a judge's decision. The pure title is created in 04 with AJ Styles defeating CM Punk in a tournament to become 
the first pure champion who was then held by stars such as Smojo, Jay Lethal, Nigel McGuinness. Uh, in two, August 2006, then ROH world champion Brian Danielson defeated McGuinness to unify the titles. It was announced earlier this year it was being resurrected. Tournament to crown a new champion was scheduled in March, but obviously postponed uh, due to the pandemic. Now, for me, uh, I never, I, I'd never watched, had watched ROH at, at the point where the Pure Championship was around. Um, I, I like, I like some of the uh, no chase. I don't think there are any punters, at least not yet announced in this tournament. Um, the I like kind of the the shoot style rules and and, and stuff like that. Uh, the only thing I, I I don't prefer are, are the judges. Tim, you may be able to answer this. Was was like was that a normal thing in in pure championship matches before the judges? No, so I think the judges are only going to be around for the tournament. Um, everything else regarding the pure championship is correct. Um, the rules seem a little more convoluted when you read them, but yeah. essentially every match, each competitor has three rope breaks that they can use at any time to break up a pinfall or a submission. Once you use your three rope breaks, uh, the ropes become in play okay. for the, the competitor. So for example, if Tajiri were a part of the pure division, the tarantula is a legit submission after three ah, rope breaks. Okay. That does so that one kind of trip me up a little. Yeah. So you the ropes can only save you three times in the match. After that, it's fair game. Um, so there's a lot of really fun, exciting, pure title matches um in ROH's history. I have a lot of them on DVD. <laughs> um back when I was a robot. Uh <laughs> and bought literally almost everything from their classic catalog when they would do the like the five for 25 deal or four for 20 deals where you just buy dvds at a clip i have so much money tied up in (laughs) roh dvds it's not even funny um but the pure title i i loved the pure title i was sad to see it go away when they unified it it made sense when they unified it because Nigel McGuinness was on a heater um, at the time. Um, and without the unification, Nigel McGuinness probably doesn't reinvent his style, go away from pure rules, in, not invent, but basically do the jawbreaker lariat and go on his tear. Um, Nigel McGuinness's best work is in Ring of Honor, um, but just the pure title in general such a fun so you're you're era. on board this is good place for you this this actually might bring me back to ring of honor okay especially with the dudes in the tournament like john gresham john gresham is gonna kill in this style yeah i was gonna say or, this, uh, this john gresham former guest <laughs> yeah former guest john it. gresham uh tracy tracy williams is gonna kill in this wheeler yuda is an underrated talent who is just as good in the wrestling ring as he is on the steel pan drum. Uh, you can actually follow him on social media at Wheeler Yuta. He plays the steel pan drum like all the time. He's very good at it. Um, but I'm very interested to see who the other six competitors are going to be. I'm curious if they're going to be former pure champions. Um, 
or people who were around during the pure title time. Um, but uh, it's definitely it's definitely going to be a fun experience. It is a unique style that uh, wrestling fans right now uh, don't have. That, that experience doesn't exist. Um, so I, I think it's going to be a breath of fresh air for Ring of Honor, a good blast from the past, and uh, good for the fans in general. Yeah. Anybody else uh, excited about this? On board for this? Jim, the list, the list of champions you read, I mean, Styles... Uh, Samoa Joe, Jay Lethal. I mean, this is like a who's who of, of of pro wrestling. So yeah, it's really cool to see it come back. Uh, I'm excited to see um, some lesser known indie stars get get some light shine on them. Somebody maybe like a, a Tony Deppin, who is well known in um, like GCW circles, but doesn't deathmatch wrestle, but is a really good wrestler. So uh, you know, his time to shine. Uh, Wheeler Yuta was great. I've seen him a couple times on the indies. So uh, yeah, yeah, really, really good opportunity, and I'm super excited to see who rounds out the class of um, of 16. Matt, Mark, any thoughts? Uh, Lee says he still has ROH shows that he attended on VHS. <laughs> wow, there you go. Yeah, back when it was RF video. Um, ROH. ROH. Anybody else um, have any? EC3 potentially in ROH. I saw that. Uh, I wouldn't be of, mad at of, that. A lot of rumors about that. I don't think he fits the pure championship mold, but he definitely fits the ROH mold. Yeah, I'm, I, it's weird to think like he was never a part of ROH. Just kind of rose to stardom in Impact, bounced to WWE. So uh, yeah, it's, I'm excited to see him. If he does debut, again, it's not happened yet but i'm sure the spoilers will ruin that for everybody and uh, <laughs> it'll be cool to see yeah and it's also it, it wouldn't be the first time that ring of honor and impact worked together or worked yep. hand in hand i mean the on again off again relationship between ring of honor and tna impact i mean aj styles was the pure champion before he had to vacate the title because tna pulled all their guys right um so there was a de- there's definitely been an on again off again relationship, um, and it would behoove both parties, I would assume, uh, to be on again. Sure would. Oh, absolutely, absolutely, absolutely would be good for both sides. Uh, anybody else have anything uh, anything to add on the show? Otherwise, we're going to wrap her up. I think we're good. All right, I've got a little tidbit of uh, wrestling information. Oh, yes, Mark. How do you like that? I, I, oh, hi, I just Mark. recently discovered, I thought I'd share it with everybody. Hello there. <laughs> On, uh, you can download an app called Pluto TV. I don't know if you're familiar, but it's free TV with some really weird channels. Uh, but they actually have a TNA wrestling app or channel rather on the Pluto app where it's 24 seven TNA wrestling and it's all the older stuff. So if you're into that, it's a free app, Pluto TV. And there might be. Maybe a hundred channels on there, and uh, TNA is one of them. There you go. A little tidbit of information. Mark, bring it. Find, find three oh, count Thursday. In, <laughs> impact, technically. <laughs> we, we should. I, we probably could get on. Uh, we Pro- probably could, could get on the Pluto channel. Yeah, probably Just could. Probably could on the app. <laughs> it's Impact Wrestling, technically Impact channel. Um, but still, very I good. That was interesting. 
I like that. Uh, all right, let's uh, let's wrap this thing up uh, for Devin Lee, Jason, cousin Brian, everybody that that joined us live here tonight. Uh, we appreciate it, and we thank your uh, support as always, Matt. Do we was there a new woman of the week this week? Or you're, you're focusing on moving, right? I'm a little busy with the move coming up, so in a, a couple of weeks we'll restart that project. That's fair. That's fair. Where can people follow you? Sixers still alive, right down two. Yeah, well, <laughs> you, got, you got about a, like a week of me still complaining about that. Um, <laughs> maybe that's being generous, like four days of that. Um, but hey, my my handle is right underneath. You can, you can get out there. Oh yeah, we don't even have to do that anymore. It's right there. Remember. Those are our Twitter handles. Um, Tim, you want to Matt? You want to plug anything? Let's do that. You want to plug anything? Shout um, out I anybody? Do have some people coming on to uh, do Mad Libs with us next week. So again, you know the move coming up, but uh, I am making some time next to do that. And of course, check out the SummerSlam episode this Sunday. Uh, Brittany said she will be back with us on the prediction show for that. So. Uh, the full gang will be around. Very good. Tim, you want to plug anything? Uh, Final Wrestling Place. If you like your po- if you like wrestling podcasts, a little more retro, uh, give Final Wrestling Place a listen wherever you get your podcasts. Um, this season is a shorter four-episode season where we are doing cinematic matches. Um, not just the ones that he's been doing lately. Cinematic matches go farther back than that. So every episode, we're putting one in the good place and one in the bad place. Uh, and they drop Mondays at midnight. Again, wherever you get your podcasts or on the mothership, soundcloud.com slash final wrestling place. That's good stuff. Mark, you want to plug anything? You know what? Uh, I'll give a shout out to Hope Decker Celery. If you're looking for the best celery around, look no further than Hope Decker Celery, which is available every Tuesday at Rutz Country Market and or in Mount Joint, the country Country Meadows, country no country table. Country, country Meadows is an E town. Country uh, <laughs> the country table restaurant has it over in their bakery. When you snap into Hodecker's Celery, you're not going to get that strength. It's just going to snap right off, and it's delicious. Hodecker's Celery. I love Come it. I sent you. Don't say who. That's just Hodecker's being Hodecker's. Ryan, you want to plug anything? I, I scrambled, I panicked, I didn't know what to plug, so I'm going to grab this and remind everybody that only you uh, can prevent forest fires. That is true. You can uh, also go to 3 It is our homepage, our home network, of course, NGSC Sports. But uh, just head over to 3CountThursday.com and, uh, and, and you'll find everything there. Uh, it's super easy, clean interface. And uh, tell you what, guy, we'll, we'll see you Sunday right back here on our Facebook page uh, live sometime in the afternoon. We'll, we'll announce a start time for that um, in the coming days. But until then, stay safe, stay smart, go for the pin, and enjoy the Thunderdome.